Hey, what's up everyone and welcome back to another episode here on I almost said burn your boats. Holy moly, what a throwback. <laughs> uh, maybe it's because the studio changed, if you guys didn't notice. If you're not watching the show, then let me tell you that we've had a little change here. We've had a change in the uh, in the old studio location and layout and what have you. Um, so, it was, God, I wonder if I could pull it up and show you. I don't think I could, no. The technology is there, but it, I do not have it yet. <laughs> uh, so there's, about a week ago, uh, I embarked on a journey, and it's, and, and go figure, it started with an idea. <laughs> so I was talking to Yasmin, and she was like, uh, well, I told her, basically, I wanted to consider making a studio um, in its current location, where it is right now, and that is in the basement of our home. And it was previously, it was located in the uh, office. So basically, the office exists, right, and it's where all the, all the videos that you've seen since... September-ish have been shot um, when it's in studio then they're typically shot there and that tandemed as my as as our um, home office and as uh, as like my my working office for Vortex 6 the company that I that I work as in the uh, business development executive role um, with them and so, you know, during the portions of the week that I'm working with them, I'm working from that office, and then I would just flip it and just do the recordings there. And it was, and it's worked out, you know, decently well. I think there's been, there were just a couple of logistical issues, and and really, honestly, it came down to uh, how, like, I wanted to make sure that this, that my show and the hour time together, like, I could curate everything as specifically as possible to um to the meaning and the purpose behind what we do here and so uh everything you see now is kind of has a meaning and it has uh it has an origin within um either stemming from the the beginning of the show or or the things that that kind of spurred me along in the direction of of what you see here today. And so uh, there's not a single book on the bookshelf that hasn't been read uh, fully by myself. Um, and essentially every everything there has has um, uh, has some, some deeper meaning to it. And, and, and it makes me very happy. Uh, and so, yeah, so that's, that's the change in the studio. That's the change in the look. And for all of you guys that are not watching, I'm sure that was riveting. <laughs> <laughs> but uh but yeah let's let's go ahead and move on let's get let's get past the uh my personal endeavors in life and we'll dive into uh into this week's talk conversation hangout m more focused uh conversation but yeah let's get to let's get to this week's stuff all right so Getting into what I wanted to kind of dive into this week, 
I um I really I've had this kind of recurring thought, this recurring feeling um that's that's been going on for well over a month at this point, if not if not a bit longer. It's 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 an idea that's really kind of come in and and been my personal saving grace if you will uh it's it's you know i actually just heard i haven't i haven't heard the the term heuristic in a while and i was just listening to a podcast where they were talking about uh fast and frugal heuristics and stuff and it was really interesting um and it and it was funny because i probably made it uh 60-70% of the way through and i mean it wasn't like the full topic of the show whatever but they brought it up more, more than a couple times and it was interesting because i realized that the idea that i had that was that's kind of been my saving grace is a heuristic um and, and that's a lot of what we do here actually is that we we try to find useful heuristics that that benefit you something that's that's a shortcut and a rule of thumb that you can use to help override some of the some of the n- less than productive um systems and and programs that you have set up right now in your life and so it's it's about you know what we do here is we we try to develop those mental tools and those skills so that way we can we can dip and dive and dodge yeah, a dodgeball reference <laughs> around the wrenches, around the uh, those obstacles that life throws at us, and when when an obstacle is is so large and and prominent that we can't maneuver around it, that we actually find a way to use it to leverage ourselves to make ourselves even better than we were before. That's kind of the basic premise, and, and so we, we we look at what we want to accomplish in this world. We look at uh, our big goals and, and kind of where we find meaning in this life. And I don't, I don't really care where you find it. It's just about finding that meaning and then, and then pursuing it relentlessly. And that's, that's something that I've loved about the people that, that have, you know, more avidly followed the show and, and that are consistent and keep coming back. And that I, I communicate with that it's, you see these amazing things happen from these individuals, uh, and these, these changes and these life choices that happen. And, and it's phenomenal. I love keeping up, uh, with the, with the people that choose to do so and choose to let me into that portion of their life. I think it's really, um, it's eye opening in a way that I never really considered the type of impact that I could have, um, you know, as, as an individual, even though that this was my goal, you know, I wanted to have an impact. It was just, it's really cool to see it kind of come into fruition. Uh, and so what I, what I wanted to touch on today is, is almost like the same kind of feelings that I have. I'll give you a little inside scoop behind how I thought about like the beginning of this, uh, conversation, how I wanted to go about it. And a lot of it stemmed from, from me in my personal life and where I'm at now. And I'm just wondering how, um, simpatico we are. And that's not even right. <laughs> that's, uh, how aligned or how similar and how, how, uh, if you're dealing with some of the same stuff that I'm dealing with. Uh, and, and I had the thought like thinking about you guys who are out there listening, like, and, and considering what's happening in the world right now, 
like, are you freaking out right now? <laughs> are you, are you, do you feel on edge and like you're on the cusp of something dramatic happening? I wonder, because I, I feel that way almost every day. And, and, you know, I thought, I, so I was like, well, let me, let me take some time and actually think about this. Like, what does that mean? Where does that come from? Um, and so I think about, okay, well, in your personal life, you know, um, like, are you going to school um, and you're trying to like manage classes and uh, along with managing, uh, you know, like each of these individual classes where you have to go and, and make your schedule and build it, uh, it build your class schedule into your life schedule and then you have to account for the additional time for to do the work and to do the research and to potentially collaborate with with teammates or classmates on projects and what and whatnot um and then you're but you're you're doing that while you're trying to find time to honor your relationships and and you know your relationships with your spouse if you're married um with your children if you got them with your friends undoubtedly you know with your family and and trying to make sure that those things line up. And then, you know, almost most importantly in the relationship field of things, like are you making time to to ensure that your relationship with yourself is being honored, right? And that's it's really, really important. I, and, and different people manage that relationship in different ways. Um, I find, I like, I need alone time right like i need time where i can and i need it in silence this is actually a problem i <laughs> this is this is a really big problem for me because i am i'm the type of person that i want information i want to take it in i want to throw on audiobooks i want to throw on podcasts um even when i'm studying i like i i hate silence and so i, I put on classical music that's good for so i literally like i remember years ago i looked up on youtube like classical music to study to and there are like these videos on YouTube, these multiple hour long classical music um, compositions, you know, series of, of the songs or I don't know. I'm horrible with music terminology. <laughs> so like some of those old school tracks, man. <laughs> but, uh, but I'd find those and, uh, and I, and I throw that on while I'm studying. So like, from from beginning to end of the day, it's just like input, 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 stimulus, stimuli everywhere, just coming in, and I like it. I like it a lot. And so, and but the issue is, it didn't really honor me and allow the space for creativity. And I think it's really important to have stimulus uh, in in your life. You know, whether it be reading or music or podcasts. You know, wh- or, or news. You know, whatever the case may be. News is I, that's a, that's a horrible example. Don't use that. <laughs> but it's uh, I, I like I like the idea, and I think it's really necessary to have those types of inputs that allow you to expand and, and allow you that bring new topics into your frame of mind that you need to work on and and mull over in order to to have that kind of you know adjust in place role with the way that you see the world right now if that makes sense uh and that's i think that that's the the way that you honor that the most is by allowing yourself time 
in silence. And so it's, it's really funny. I actually wrote, I made it in my calendar today. I was like, shower in silence. Like, and I timed it. I was like, you will do it at this time and you will do it in silence. And that that's, I know that things have gone off the rails <laughs> when it comes to the, the nonstop input of a stimulus that, uh, when I have to like schedule that in, but, but it was really interesting because even before that time and even after that time, I found myself actually doing uh, a fair amount of writing, uh, like prep for the show, um, journaling and stuff like that. And all of these things that I did in silence today. And so it was just really interesting that, that scheduling that, you know, 15 minutes in the bathroom to shower, uh, in silence. And I, me specifying that actually, manifested itself in different ways throughout the day that was that was really cool um but like so i mean getting back to it like the question is are you are you freaking out right now you know and are you managing those things and and on top of uh the, those like the personal life stuff like the relationships and the education you know you have your personal professional is the way that i kind of uh, label it is you know are you starting that business or have you started or are you running one and, and are you trying to trying to make sure that everything's okay right now and see man i told you guys like it's in, it's a it is a technological struggle and i just there will be a week I know I said it probably last week, <laughs> but there will eventually be a week where uh, where we're not interrupted by the chimings of my life. So, <laughs> but uh, okay. Anyway, so yeah, you know, are you are you trying to manage that business? Trying to launch that business? So you're trying to make sure that your employees are still paid. Uh, you know, there's there's a ton of stuff going on right now. Um, are you? I mean. Obviously, not everyone owns a business. Like, how is your job going? How is your job? How is your employment going? Are you vying for that promotion? Are you trying to avoid being fired? You know, like, or are you trying to avoid, you know, like being laid off? And, um, you know, all the things that go into that, you know, are you, are you putting in the extra hours? Are you, you trying to build out that, that next big, conference or the 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 meeting and the presentation um and working with your team in order to get it done so that you can present the best plan and so that you you are considered for that promotion and are are you talking with the people that are there in those positions those higher up positions and try to figure out what that life is like and figure out what kind of skills they have that you don't have you know find that gap analysis uh and figure out if you know how primed are you for that position and you're doing all that kind of work and, and or, like in with that and with how everything's going, like it's so turbulent that, you know, are you considering a move right now? You know, are you trying to leave an area that, that isn't conducive to your life in the same way that it was before and, um, at, at previous time and, you know, or a move for any reason, it doesn't really matter why, but are you considering like, is that a thing like, that's, that's, that is an issue that is another topic. There's all of these different types of things that can come up uh, that, you know, make you maybe freak out a little bit right now. And then everything, everything is, uh, for us in the United States, I know that we have a fair amount of audience that, that, that listens across, you know, the oceans and, um, and I love and I appreciate your guys' support. It's amazing. Thank you so much for always coming here and checking us out and spending some quality time. But uh, and, and I know that there's a lot of 
connectivity when it comes to between you know America and what happens here and what happens with the rest of the world and and I acknowledge that in a non uh like overbearing like we rule the world kind of a way but in in the sense that you know uh, we have a global economy, you know, and so and it's what happens here is important. And we have a very large economy. We 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 require a lot of work and a lot of labor and a lot of products from all over the world. And so, and so there is absolute implications. And so that's that's a huge level of uncertainty with what's going on right now. And a lot of people, depending on who you talk to, you know, think one way it's going things are going to go one way or the other, you know, and it's <laughs> it's yeah, that's really fun. Those are fun conversations to have. But all of this is compounded by, you know, the giant elephant in the room of coronavirus. You know, you see numbers spiking up uh, in several countries across Europe, from my understanding. And, and uh, and you know, like going into this time of the, the season and stuff, it's just things are, things can be very, very stressful right now. And so all of that... On tandem, on top of, you know, you think about the safety of, of yourself and your family and your friends and especially those elderly and, and potentially uh, compromised individuals in your life. So you have to, you have this like extra concern for that. Um, in your job, like there's is, you know, we, you can be worried about promotions or getting fired, but typically there's not a huge concern in most sectors about like, am I just going to be laid off? Like is, you know, am, am I... Is the position going to exist? Is the business going to be open? And there's so much more of that now because of what's going on. There's so much more of the of the the financial uncertainty of businesses, which is very stressful for the employees as much as it is for the for the owners, you know. And uh, and then then you throw in depending on where you're at, you know. Like I know that my kids are going to school full time in South Carolina, but just a little bit north up in Virginia, you know, uh, Yasmin's daughter, we're, she's, she's home a hundred percent, like never 0% going to school. And it doesn't look like that's going to change until at least 2021. And so it's, you know, if you're trying to manage all of those things that we said beforehand, and you're trying to manage that as well, like this is, this is kind of crazy. This is, there's a lot happening and it's, and it's, undoubtedly difficult and and to acknowledge or to put it any other way would not be giving the current situation its proper due and so um anybody that's going through this with a sense of ease um is they i'm not saying that they're wrong you know and i'm not even hinting at that i think that there are people that are handling this extraordinarily well and it just depends on the systems that you kind of had built going into it right and it's for a lot of us, our systems were built around kids going to school, us leaving the home and going to work, and then and and reconvening together as a family at the end of the day. Uh, and and when you don't have that, you have people around each other all the time that are making you know each other pull their hair out <laughs> it's it's very frustrating and so it's it can be a recipe for that freak out that we talked about and so when we when we look across at all of these things there's there is a a commonality with each of the stressors that we kind of pointed out as we went along right and it's so you can't say 
I didn't even talk about diet, you know, but like you know, think about like the stress and the eating and the the, the potential poor uh, decisions that we're that we're making right now when it comes to that is is potentially increased as well, and especially when it comes to alcohol consumption and, and smoking and um, other other aspects. It's it's you know it's that is a huge aspect of things, and I know that we had talked about that and we had talked about sleep last week. So again, we a lot of the things I try. When I bring things up in multiple episodes, it's in an effort that to make sure that we're identifying very clearly what it is that is important and what it is that I I've, I feel like needs to be emphasized and re-emphasized and emphasized again, and um, because these are the themes of how we change our lives. And so when we bring up sleep over and over and over again as the baseline, you know, it is it, it's not on accident and it's not out of a like a lack of of planning or thoughtfulness about the topics it's actually because of that like sleep is the foundation for everything it doesn't matter like if you're doing everything else perfectly but you're not optimizing your sleep then you're you're setting yourself up for failure because honestly i i would be very interested to see somebody who is who is firing on all cylinders and is making the best choices while while operating at uh you know like a sleep deficit deficit if you will it's just not going to happen like our, our decision making is it's almost like short-circuited and we're making different decisions than we would if we were rested and if we were of a clearer mind and so that's uh it, it's just so important and that's something that i will i will continuously come back to here as something that you need to focus on. And actually, a good friend of mine, Jenna Weinstein, Weinstein, Weinstein I think. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, Jenna. But uh, she, I just saw that she had just posted an episode. I hadn't watched it, but it was something of the sort of like four strategies to help you get better sleep. And for me, that's that's great. I'm definitely going to go and watch it because that's it's very important. It's very important to me. And I know that... There's there's never a moment where I'm I could think like you know what I'm good I don't I don't need I don't need better sleep like I've I've maxed out like there's always room for improvement there for me so I will continuously try to find strategies that work best to to help to get me the most natural and restful sleep that I could possibly come across but back to the back to the core back to the point there's one theme that cuts through all of these things. If, you, if you've been a member of this audience for any length of time, you probably have a, a pretty decent idea of where I'm going with this, maybe. If not, you know, keep attending. We'll, we'll get you there. We'll get you on, on track with the general theme of things. Um, but if you have... If, if you... Uh, if this is your first episode, like if you haven't been following the show for a long time and, and you're just recently coming to us, one, I want to say like thank you and welcome. And we're so happy to have you. Uh, and two, this might be an immediate farewell because if you're not, if you're not uh, of a strong constitution, then this show is not going to work well for you. And what, what do I mean by that? It's like, if you're not willing to step into the breach in your own life, if you're looking for uh, external answers to identify where the problems are coming from and where the solutions are, like if I go here, this is where 
I'm going to get solutions. And if I and if I look over there, I figure out, okay, that's where all the problems are coming from. And here's the solutions. Let me, let me push away those problems and let me grab those solutions. That's not, it's not really what we focus on here. While, while there may be some validity to that, that's absolutely not what we focus on here. Um, and what I, what I ask you to consider is that like you might not want to hear it, but maybe you need to, you know? And, and so I'd say just give, give this episode a shot. If, if I, if the next thing that I say really drives you up the wall, you're like, Oh my gosh, no, but can't do it. I'm, I'm hoping for something different. Give it a shot. Follow me to the end. And if you don't, if you're not on board, if you don't, if it doesn't click, if it doesn't resonate with you, if you're not, if you're not motivated and excited to take control of your life in a, in a new, in this way, in a, in a way that I prescribed, then like, like, please move on, you know, because I don't want to waste your time. But if you're interested in these things, these things make sense to you, then, you know, we're, we're happy to have you join the, the, the team and the coalition that we're kind of creating. That sounded so dirty and political coalition oh and the 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 group you know i'm happy to to assist in in your life and to be able to to provide any tidbits or nuggets you know that i can extrapolate from my own life and from the years of training and experience that i have to be able to forge together something that that's that makes sense and is helpful for you guys um so again happy to have you thank you so much um but the loot the to, to get right down to it, the solution is like right there and it's like staring you in the face every single morning when you look in the mirror. There's literally not a single item that we went through above that, that has an actual or direct real impact on your life that you, the individual, do not have the most influence the most ability to impact on you have the most impact on every single item on that list and and i can tend to every single item on your personal list that that may exceed or go expand outside of what i had covered earlier and it's the point is that there's there's not a single politician, there's not a single friend or family member or spouse or boss or employee or loved one, whatever. There's not a single one of them that has a more significant, more dramatic impact on any single one of those items than you. Now, I'm using and I'm choosing my words very carefully because I'm not saying that they don't have an impact. They absolutely do. The, the external world and the, and the stimulus, you know, does have an impact. The interesting thing is almost every single one of those can be curtailed and can be, can be modified or regulated to the extent that you're willing to put the effort in to do so. You know, if you have toxic friendships, you can eliminate those. And that's really easy to say and really difficult to do. And I fully acknowledge that. And that's something that we've covered here in the past. And it's something that I'm absolutely going to be diving into in the very near future as well. 
um, some strategies about about those things in life um, specifically. And but it's the the point being is that you know you can you can modulate the impact of those things through how you choose to approach them mentally. Um, like a situation never changes. And it sounds weird, but just follow me through, okay? So like uh, the, the a situation occurs and it happens, right? Like an event happens and you are there you are a part of it this this situation involves your life in some way shape or form now there's once once it's related once it's there like you know and it and it occurs there's no changing that right there's no you can't modify the reality of the situation and that's not what i'm saying you know like if you don't think about it then it's not really there that's not what i'm saying at all actually it was really interesting. Um, I had been working on this episode. So normally I produce on, on Thursdays or I, I publish on Thursdays. And yesterday just, you know, I had to actively deprioritize some stuff like Adam and I had talked about two weeks ago on the Matt and Adam show. And one of the things that ended up getting actively deprioritized yesterday was the publication of this show. And it was, man, it was a crazy day. I won't get into it, but it was it was nuts. And so now I'm... I spent way more time though in preparation to make sure that everything was set for today and and now I'm able to do it with with so much more ease and and you know thoughtfulness and it's it's great. I'm very happy that I didn't push through to to make it happen because sometimes while that's an option, it's not the best option. Sometimes if you have the ability to just to to adjust the situations so that they bend to your will and they bend to to your life in a way that's the best and that's what you need to do you know but but it was interesting because had i done it yesterday i wouldn't have gotten this piece of input and i wouldn't have had um this type of perspective added in to my thought process for today's episode that i had because I waited for today. So this morning, as I typically do, I had my morning kind of reflection. I had my morning cup of coffee. Um, and I, I was writing in my gratitude journal. And I after I get done with that, I like to grab the Daily Stoic. And I'm so off. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm not great on that. That's something that if something gets cut from the morning, if, if things pop up, I end up cutting that out. And so, like, this is, this is months old, uh, Stoic Journal, which makes it really interesting from the, the Daily Stoic. The so, because it's like a daily, um, quote or passage, you know, from Stoics of the past. And I read this one today and it was, what was the title of it? You shouldn't give circumstances the power to rouse anger, for they don't care at all. That was awesome. As soon as I read it, I was like, oh. I mean, every time I read a passage from the, the Daily Stoic, it, it rings so true. It's something that I, I believed in Stoic 
ideology before I knew that stoicism was like an ideology and before I knew it was a, a kind of a, a philosophy and a way of thinking and a way of conducting yourself in this world. I didn't know. I just knew that I could, I had so much control over my emotions in situations that I, I could choose my path. It's a, it's a really interesting, actually, you know, what's funny is I just, I had an idea just now and I don't really, I like, I don't want to lose it. And so I want to make a note real quick, um, before I move on. And, but it's about in neuroscience, um, I'm taking a neuroscience class. And so there's a thing called the basal ganglia and it's like the decision maker for you for for like your life and it's really it's so crazy because it's basically you have all of these neurons that are firing and they're sending all of these signals that are going up into your brain and they go to your basal ganglia and i'm sorry for any like real scientists out there <laughs> that are listening and they're like that's not actually the way it works listen I'm not saying I'm the perfect student. I'm giving you my interpretation of what I've learned. And all of these all of these different inputs are going into your brain and as they go into your brain um basically if for any of you that are in, that are familiar with uh pharmaceuticals or or drugs and drug culture and stuff like that have worked on the, that have done any sort of of the research side you will be familiar with the blood blood brain barrier which filters out chemicals from the blood from getting to the brain so that way you know it keeps it protected it's a protective barrier that filters out crap um and so this is basically like that except for it's a, like an action filter so all of these inputs are coming up to go into our brain and the basal ganglia just it, it's like, mm, that's the one we're doing. Nope, that's the one we're doing. We're not doing any of that. We're going to do some of that right there. And it's just sitting there. It's the decision. Boom, boom, boom. The decision I'm making right now to move my fingers and to, and to move my hands. Like, it's all I'm choosing to accept those, all of those, those inputs coming from the nerves, you know, running up to my brain. I'm choosing, uh, my basal ganglia is selecting those to come and, and what to feel. So it's, it's just, it's really, really, really interesting. But I, I, when it comes to, um, the analogy between that and stoicism, <laughs> I just, I never thought about it until right now. Um, and so I just wanted to make that note, uh, so that way I could, you know, spend some time with it because this is, this is basically how I work is throughout the day, I'm going to have thought about something and just like a dream if I don't write it down I'm gonna lose it but it's not like I just take that snippet and then throw it on there and just free willy-nilly with you guys I sit down I sit down with it I give it time I let it ruminate in my mind and and you know kind of work it out and then I bring it to you guys which is actually the case for how today worked but in in the track to getting here today like I said I wouldn't have had this thought if I didn't give myself the extra time and now I had the extra time I've read this passage in the journal and and as you guys saw how we were just talking about you know all of these things that that have potential impact in your life you having the most is is important and this kind of passage from the daily stoke really kind of just uh emphasizes that it kind of um codifies it a little bit 
And this is actually, it's interesting because that quote, which was, again, I'll give it to you one more time, is you shouldn't give circumstances the power to rouse anger for they don't care at all. This is actually from Marcus Aurelius's Meditations 7.38. Um, and it's not even a quote from him. This is the beautiful thing about Marcus Aurelius is that he didn't write the meditations as like a book, as like a um, like an autobiography or a memoir or whatever. He wrote it as it was almost like his journal, right? And he just he wrote down a lot of its quotes and things that he had learned or heard along the way that really meant something to him and that he thought had a lot of power and a lot of value. And so it was so it's it's just really cool because this actually it would this was more of like what I just did or like what I've done when I've when I'm listening to a podcast I'm like, oh that's really interesting. I want to write that down. Um and that's this is essentially what Marcus Aurelius did. Like this stuff has been going on forever. <laughs> and uh so it was actually from a play apparently that got lost called Euripides. Judge me for getting that wrong, I don't care. <laughs> but um from that and, and that's from a play i'm trying to remember the the main character's name i don't i don't remember though so sorry <laughs> but but essentially it turns out that most of this play has been lost like there's there's references to it it from what i from what i've gathered there's references to it from different places and so there's enough of them to be like, okay, this is a play. This guy's the main character. Here's maybe kind of somewhat of a theme, perhaps. But the part of it that Marcus Aurelius was quoting came from the main character when he was like lamenting the gods or something of the sort. Um, he said, why bother the main character in the play? Why bother getting mad at causes and forces far bigger than us? Why do we take these things personally? After, after all, external events are not sentient beings. They cannot respond to our shouts and cries. And neither can the mostly indifferent gods. And there was a reflection. That's the quote. That's, that's from there. And so from there, it seems like uh, Marcus Aurelius paraphrased it to being you shouldn't give circumstances the power to rouse anger for they don't care at all um right so you can see it's pretty direct correlation there and interestingly the authors of the daily stoic um ryan holiday i think his name is i'm not sure they don't they don't say because it was co-authored too they never say in there who wrote what in their snippet so i will just say the daily stoic um actually threw in some lines that I thought were interesting as well. It's like right at the very end in their reflections on it. It said, stop acting like getting worked up is having any impact or is having an impact on a given situation. Situations don't care at all. Uh, and that, I thought that that was great. You know, it was, it's, it's perfectly relevant to what we're talking about. And it's, and it's extremely impactful when we think about these things, you know, what, what cares you know, the you and the other people. Well, what do you have control over with? Of not other people, you, right? And so it gets back to what I was saying is that you here right now, you have the most impact. You have the ability to make that change. And every single one from, from that promotion to the firing to the moving your life, you know, moving to another state to uh, 
launching that business to you know all of these things like you can you can try to outsource the blame elsewhere but it's not it's not true like those the situations don't care about you and your feelings and, and what's going on and you can rage all you want but it doesn't matter like it's you are the one that has the impact the situations are going to occur events are always going to happen you know how you choose to engage with them is a whole nother thing and so all of this is like a build-up to getting into what i want to talk to and it's all it 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 flows right into it it's you like at this point you probably like read the title and you're like of the episode and you're like this isn't really like what are we doing man these seem to be kind of floating about and I'm, i'm not this is very i wanted i needed to take you guys through all of that because it sets up what I what I want to talk about. Like we've essentially we've I've given you the problem, right? Like hopefully you identified with what we've talked about. That you're like, holy crap, like, yeah, that's that's real problems that I'm dealing with. Um, and we've we've talked about kind of like the 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 wrong way to go about doing it of outsourcing blame and outsourcing solutions. And we've talked about the right way of, of internalizing because you are what you can control. And that's great and that sounds fine and it actually sounds exactly like what you would get from any other resilience coach. But what you, what I want to follow this up with is, is real, a real practical approach to, to doing this. You know, I'm not just, you are... The most impactful part of your life in every single decision, in every single huge or small event that occurs, you have the biggest impact. And okay, good luck. Like, <laughs> take that knowledge and let it marinate in your brain. And then you will be better because I've given you this knowledge that you can let marinate in your brain. <laughs> no man like let's get real this is real resilience this is this is the practical stuff so the the philosophy matters like we need to have our guidelines we need to have our goals and our principles out there and th- because you can't have practical tools with no end and you can't have an end with no way to get there ironically that seems to be like the way that everyone in this industry kind of wants to go is uh, is is mainly that second way they want to like, hey, this is this is the feel good stuff, and you need to feel you can feel good by by thinking this way. Like, okay, well, how if I if it was as easy as just thinking that way, I'll just like, why wouldn't I have already been doing that? Obviously, there are barriers between me and that way of thinking. You know, it's I would. Venture to say that all of you are probably heard this stuff before in some way, shape, or form, but it's like, how do you actually uh, effectuate it in your life? How do you actuate this? How do you turn it on and and make it something that's more than just, yeah, I get it. Yeah, no, it is me. Yeah, you know what? I got to be better. Like, yes. Hashtag true facts. <laughs> As we say in this household. But it's not, it goes beyond that, right? It's like, like we gotta, we wanna give, I will always provide you the nuts and bolts. And that is, that's that's my promise, man. That's what we do. All right, so let me tell you what I do. And what I, ha- what, like, what I've been doing and how I kind of started the show off. I, t- I kind of told you that there's there's a strategy or an approach that I've been using for, for the 
the last, you know, month or so. Um, and it's really kind of come to fruition within like the last week. Uh, and it's like every single time that I get seriously frustrated or, or, or like question big monumentous things in my life and, and kind of the approach and, and what I'm doing, I, I can use this. Um, or if, if, you know, I'm trying to accomplish something, if I'm, I'm pers- in heavy pursuit of a goal, then I can use this when, when kind of the cards are down and I'm, and I'm backed up into a corner and I'm ready to like throw my hands up like whatever, man, uh, this is what I use then, and it's it's not it's not for the simple stuff. It's not like oh I didn't save that, you know, paper I just wrote. It's not a it's not I I just broke a class a glass in the kitchen, you know, or I missed a workout day. This is um this is like I've been working on on the business deal for a month, right? And and it went cold or it went south, you know, and it's and uh. Or I, like I fall through on a commitment or a promise, and I mean like like producing yesterday like that that stuff weighs heavily on me, and I get like to the point where where I will I'll beat myself up over it and be like man if you can't follow through on your word on on you're gonna produce when you say you're gonna produce and you're gonna create a level of expectation for the people that follow the show then if you can't do that should you be doing the show like should you are you worthy of the Matt Lestalia show? And I know it's a weird thing to say because I am Matt Lestalia, you know, but am I worthy of it? Am I worthy of what I want? And I think to myself sometimes when I, when I've come short, no, man, you're not like, you're not living up to the expectations. And it's, this is, these are the times, you know, when, when, these type of things happen this is when i i tap into this very simple strategy this very simple idea that literally it puts it puts a smile on my face after like after i play with it for five seconds and no hyperbole uh no exaggeration five seconds of 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 playing with this thought and it and it really changes everything it's 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 an idea that I I choose to embrace. It amps me up, like it gets me like fired up again, and it, it and it does that because because it's so it's so visceral and it and it and it ties me to the greatness that this country was founded on, and even more so and more like directly so uh, how we chose to continue the development and the progression and the evolution of this country over time. And it's, it's, I don't choose to take three classes at once, um, or to, to work, uh, most of the week finding ways to push out value from business to business. Um, I don't, choose to host two podcasts i don't choose to to launch my very own personal personally designed training programs or to come help homeschool an eight-year-old uh or to be a husband or to be a father um i don't choose to do any of these things because they're easy right i choose to do them 
because they're hard, right? And it's it's difficulty that gives meaning to these things. It's difficulty that gives meaning to life. And without without that, like you're not going to get satisfaction. You're not going to attain that level of of gratitude of of happiness of accomplishment you know and it's 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 so important to identify that i do these things not because they're easy but i do them because they're hard but let me take a step back before before we go full and let me take it just a half a sec to just talk about you know, the framework of this a little bit. Like, where did this come from? For me, this came from JFK's speech, right? Um, when he talked about going to the moon. Like, we said explicitly, I, we, don't, we don't choose to do these things because they're easy. We choose to do them because they're hard, you know? And, it's, and it's, it's a beautiful speech. Like, it gets me amped. And that's part of tying myself to that energetic moment in time has been is is useful for me you know i'm a i'm a proud american i love what we've done i've loved what we've established and seeing that type of thing and hearing those types of word from from a leader is is phenomenal it makes me so happy that that is that i'm a part of that and i can choose to take that and and to internalize it in a way that it's it changes my daily interactions with the people that i care about the most and one thing that I like to do, like I said, when I when I get these ideas and, and when I'm playing around with them and, and I want to bring them to you guys and it's not something that I've already worked out with that's like kind of in a training structure. Um, what I, One of the, the kind of checks and balances that I do before I just bring anything on all willy-nilly is I like to get like a gut check. And so what how did I attain a gut check for this type of of thought or sentiment that we do it because it's hard like is that is that just is it a too easy heuristic which is the way that I kind of think about some things like is it it does it shortcut too much do we lose too much value by saying that we're going to do hard things because they're hard and I don't think so like I truly when I think about it, like, and it, it took me a little bit of time, like, you know what, like, I, I really try to challenge these thoughts to make sure that, that I'm not giving you a load of BS, right? And it's, and the way where I got my gut check was, when I think about goals, any single goal falls into this category. You cannot, like, I... When I was I was actually writing about this and I was like I, I started qualifying I was like almost any goal probably like a lot of goals fall into this category no untrue one hundred percent of goals fall within this category which to me puts this beyond a heuristic and puts it into the realm of just like fact like it's just it just is you know and it's. It's that you're, you cannot create a goal that is easy. Like it's not those, it doesn't work that way because then it's not a goal. You know, like you don't write down, uh, my goal this morning is to have a bowl of cereal. 
You know, that's not a goal. That's that's a task. That's that's a I'm gonna I'm gonna do that. You know, it's that's just a, a to do, and then it's done. And and a to do is not a goal. To dos can lead up to a goal, and it's the the accumulation and the aggregation of of those over time in a persistent effort and fashion that need to happen systematically in order to accomplish a goal. And you have to have all of that, what I just said, you you tie it all into, you know, smart goals, which I've talked about previously. um, And we'll obviously talk about again. But if you make your goals smart, it's you, you do that because it addresses the difficulty factor. And you acknowledge that like, you're doing this goal and you, we have goals. Like, why do we have them? Why do we have a goal? And it's because we want to do something or we want to accomplish something. We want to achieve something that we can't, that we don't have right now. And we can't just go out and get, I don't have a goal of buying a new pair of gym shoes you know, I can just go on Amazon and just click buy. That's not a goal. You know, that's a to-do. I do, you can't have a goal of I want to be able to squat 500 pounds. That's not actually my goal. I'm just saying it is a goal that exists in the world probably for some human somewhere. <laughs> and that's beautiful. I love it. But the point is, it's something that you need to work at in order to accomplish. Like by definition, it's difficult. Even if the diff- even if every single step on the way to, to doing it is not difficult, the difficulty is in the persistence that's required to do it. Like writing a book. Say you want to write a book, you're not going to do that in an afternoon, even if it's a simple book. And even if it just requires you sitting down for 30 minutes a day for three months, and then you wrote like a 200-page book. Um, you still, and, and, and writing for you is easy and editing for you is easy. It still takes the discipline and the difficulty in showing up every single day for that half an hour. And that's, that's where it is. So for me, that, that was the gut check. That was like, oh, this is real. Like this is, this is heuristically true. And it is like truly true. (laughs) So that's. That's that was huge. I thought that that was really significant. That's that was a justifying factor for me bringing it onto the show for you guys. And so, like, why are we talking about it? It's and and now, you know, why is this relevant now? Why is it relevant to you at all? And I contend that if we look back at the beginning of the show and you look at the world around you and you think about how we, uh, how these issues may have spoken to you, right? They, like, some of them may have clicked, some of them may not. Maybe you're not married, maybe you don't have kids, but you probably have a job or you own a business, right? Essentially, you're gonna kind of fall into one of those categories. So that's gonna click with you in one way, shape, or form, whether you want it to or not. Um, Or you were, you know, if you're not working right now, I guess there's that. But then we talked about being fired or laid off. Um, So it's, I think that it's important for us to discuss this right now in this type of open fashion because uh, there's so many people. I like you go out, and especially with the election coming up, my lord, it's nonstop. Whether it's political or it's people trying to sell you, like actually sell you something, like 
whether politicians are trying to sell you ideas or marketers are trying to sell you a product or whatever, you know, a trainer like me is trying to sell you some, some coaching. Um, there's, there's so many people out there with their solutions, um, and saying that, you know, your problems can be solved by only using their solutions, by only following their prescription and their methodology, then you'll be all good to go. But you just got to get their stuff. And it's the same thing, whether it be Trump or Biden or Pence or Harris, the Republicans or the Democrats, or, you know, this coaching or that coaching. You know, like it doesn't matter this podcast or that podcast, this couch or that couch. It's like everyone wants to sell you the thing which I think is great, but it's, it's, I'm, I want to bring this, I want to discuss this with you today because it's, we want to be able to, to reinvest and, and, and take a look at yourself and stop looking to those other people trying to sell you their solutions so that you can solve them yourself. So you have the baseline. And if you want to you want to expand and you're like, man, this is really great. And I want, I want more Then you can, then you can go out and you can expand with more. You can learn more. You can read more. Um, you can listen more. Uh, you can do all of these things and, and you can do it with me. You can do it with some, I don't really care, man. Like, I don't care if you come to me. That's great. If you want to go through my trainings, I think that that's phenomenal. If you don't, that's fine too. But like, choose somebody, choose somebody that you trust and respect uh, to that can help you do the things that you want to do um, to, to get better. And that is after you've made the shift within yourself, right? And and that's the thing. Like for here and what I do, I don't shortchange you guys here. Like I don't look, go halfway on any of this stuff. I'm like, I know I'm going to save the rest of this for the training, right? Like it's that's not the way that I do it. And, and what I want to do is, so I, I, like, I think about it this way. You come to me as a friend and you're like, man, I got this giant dip in my backyard. I got this giant hole in my backyard. I, I need I need to fill it. And like, can you help me fill this hole? And I'm like, yeah, man, I can definitely help you. Um, what what I what I don't do is <laughs> I will never be like, hey, man, here's a shovel. There's there's some dirt back there. Go ahead knock yourself out, right? Like I hand you the shovel. I present to you the soil, right? And then I will even encourage you to plant a tree, to plant a seed there where this hole is not just filled and not just level with the rest of you, but there's something invested to grow larger and greater and more beautiful than it was before. That's, I will promise you these things. I will never give you up. I will never let you down. I will never run around and desert you. Sorry, I couldn't help it. That's, <laughs> that's what you get when you come here, man. I'm sorry. It's just like, I can't, I can't stop these things. This is, <laughs> but, uh, but truly. I will promise you that I will I will never just hand you that shovel and say good luck, you know, like like I would like I could have done at that point like it's on you. You have the most impact in your life. Now you start making changes today. Good luck. I'll see you guys here again next week. Like that's not that's not what I want to do. That's not the goal. That's not what I'm trying to accomplish here. Um 
and what what I want is for us to you know to climb out of that hole together going up the side of a mountain to the point where we're we're just kicking ass together and we can look back down and like the hole is not even visible anymore and you can't even like it's not even it's so far in your mental past that you can't even you can't like it's hard for you to put yourself back in the place of being the person who was dealing with the struggles that were happening in that hole because you were so far beyond it now like you remember and you recognize like you never forget but you're like wow i'm just like the progress that has happened like that is so incredible and it's not to say that the problems disappear so you're just you're dealing you're not dealing with in the whole problems now you're dealing with elevation problems and it's just it's problems will always exist and that's that's why we present these these tools and not solutions, right? I'm not here to present you solutions. I'm here to present you tools that you can use to construct and engineer your way out of whole problems or elevation problems. Um, and so when when you think about like the uh, like exemplifying the doing hard stuff, in, into your life, you know, like what kind of what we just talked about was a good example of a, even though it was an analogy, it's a good example of the physical aspect of things where you, you climb a mountain, you know, uh, you run that marathon, you go for, uh, that long bike ride. There are very, very straightforward examples of things that are hard, that you have to work up to do and that you can you can continuously go back and and use this small easy mentality shift to say like when you're in the the why my word dropping right now the, the dredges the trudges the trenches hey there we go <laughs> and i was in the army anyway uh, so when you're in the trenches and you're fighting for your life, and in this case, I mean like your goals life, you're there and you're just, you're fighting for survival and you're able to say, man, I don't, I don't do this because it's easy. I do it because it's hard. Like every, even now, like it makes me smile. It makes me pumped up. I'm like, yeah, man. Like, oh my God. When you do it, it's like. I'm, it puts you back in control. Even this, this goes beyond the physical. The physical is just really easy exemplifying. And, and to, to give a, the real world example of kind of what, what caused this episode to become a thing was I, uh, was roller skating. <laughs> offense. I'm not, uh, I'm not a fan particularly of roller skating um you know I, I remember going as a kid to the rink and, and you know always wanting to play the laser tag but never really getting to but you know just being able to go there and roll around and fall my happy butt over and you know play with friends and what have you and do the little games that they have but it was never uh as I got older it was never a thing I was like man I really want to rollerblade or I want to roller skate um and but it's something that that Yaz and, and Adi are really into and so 
we we had plans to like make it a weekend thing and whether you know they go out and do it and i stay here and i i, I work on the training and the show stuff or you know whatever the case may be if i go there and and, and skate with them like we would we would work it out but it would be a, a weekendly kind of routine and covid came and you know like like we talked about kind of threw a wrench and everything and so we were able to go back actually this past weekend and when we did uh i was out there and i was skating and i remember like she she yes is she's good man she's got she's got all these little tricks and fancy little moves she can do and you know, you go, you see some of these other kids. You, there was like this, I swear to God, this kid was like 10 years old. And he's over there like break dancing on skates, doing flips and just, it was madness. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's real good. And, and so she's doing things and I'm like, and my natural, it's not even like, part of it is a competitive instinct, right? We're like, oh, she can do it. I can do it. You know, like, <laughs> so I gotta, I gotta try. So there's like a competitive aspect to it. And I remember getting to a point, I was like, man, I really got to work on the show stuff today too. Uh, let me take a break. And when I'm out there and I'm rolling and I'm like, uh, I didn't quite get this move down yet. I didn't, I want to be able to, to, to transition to going backwards. And my transitions are, aren't, aren't going. They're not happening. It's not smooth. It's not even really taking place yet. It's just, I'm, I'm turning around and I'm not falling over. How do we smooth this thing out? And, and I'm like, just, I was like, you know what? I, I literally said in my head, I was like, I don't, I do, I'm doing this because it's hard. Like, I don't care. I don't even care about it at all. But like, while I was out there, it was fun to to engage and, and to do that. And to, and it was just a way that shifted my mentality of being like, oh yeah, I'm just skating. You know, it's family time. This is good. I'm happy. It makes me happy that we're doing family stuff together. And, and, and that's great. But it changed it to be like, I'm doing, I'm out here and I'm going to do it. And I'm going to do this, not because I give any two craps about skating. It's because it's hard. Because this is this is a difficult thing to do, and I'm gonna do it because it's difficult. And I'll tell you what, I had a couple smooth transitions <laughs> to face backwards, uh, and it's and so it's it's a fun it's just a fun way to to change the mental landscape of your current horizons. And I mean, this can be extrapolated into all sorts of different areas. You know, whether it be dietary, uh, when you're talking about like intermittent fasting. Or you're talking about um, like keto or like, you know, anything like that. Like all, this is all very applicable. It's it's anything that, like we said, it's, you know, it's if you are, if you have a goal that takes, that is actually a goal, you know, this these things work for it. You know, like you get tempted to eat the food. You're like, no, man, I don't do this because it's easy. I don't not, I don't avoid chocolate ice cream because it's easy. I do it because it's hard. Anything like, oh man, like it's just, like I said again, it just puts you in the driver's seat, like it empowers you. And in a world right now of like creature comforts and like literally everything from the moment that you wake up, being able to customize the sound of your alarm and and having it fade softly into a nice loud alarm that really wakes you up, <laughs> um, to the auto remote start on your car where your seats and steering wheel are heated and um you know like you're you have power steering in your car you don't think all of these things from from when you get to work and you have ac or heat on and uh you know and it's like you're working on computers and you're not like you're not 
typewriting this stuff, you're not typing it by hand. All, all of these freaking creature comforts, all of these efficiencies, all of these engineering feats, all the way to the point when you go to bed at night, when you have like, you can be rocking aromatherapies, uh, and the soothing sounds of waves hitting the beach that you have on a noisemaker inside of your bedroom because you live in Nebraska. You <laughs> know, like, and there are no beaches. But, uh, you, you have all of these creature comforts. And so it's, it's really, really, important that we identify these difficult things to do and it's but because of these creature comforts it's like it's even harder to do these things because we're not used to having to do hard things and so like how do you do it how do you look at something that's really difficult in this day and age where you don't have to do difficult things in order to even be successful by almost any stretch you know, you don't have to do new difficult things. You could just keep doing the same repetitive things over and over and over again. But So how do you expand? How do you get that level of satisfaction that you get from accomplishing hard things, from setting goals and, and knocking them out? Um, how do you reach that summit? And it's and to me, it's it's it relates to courage, right? It relates to when we've talked about courage on the show before and, and you cannot be expected to... I, 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 for some reason, I find myself constantly reflecting back to uh, Nazism and the Jews because that's exactly where I'm going. Now, this one, just like I did, I think it was last week. Uh, you cannot expect a person to stand up to Nazi soldiers one day when the previous 35 years they have not, you know had to step up and show any type of courage or has chosen not to step up and, and, and look at any kind of courage. Yeah, sure. Some examples may happen where like somebody breaks or gets backed up into a corner, but typically, I mean, you've seen people getting in order, orderly lines. You, you take that one step further and you actually look at the Nazi soldiers who are doing the stuff that didn't agree. There's a whole bunch of thoughts and, and psychology and sociology that go into that. Um, but it's really interesting, uh, when you think about it from that perspective as well, like if these, if you are a soldier and you live a, a life of compliance and, and now you're just complying with the rules, like, listen, man, like, I'm not putting you in the chamber. I'm just getting you from your home onto the train. And, you know, what happens after you get off the train, that's, that's, you're just going to the place that you need to be going now. And the soldiers on the other side pick you up and take you off and take you and they're like, hey, I'm just, I'm just transporting you from the train to these camps where everyone's just going to stay. You know, and, and it's, when you've lived a life of compliance and you've lived a life of, of not embracing tiny little acts of courage, it's really hard for you to then step up in those times when you see injustices and to be like, hey, this is especially when it's like systematic like that, where you need where you're standing up almost assuredly results in you sitting next to those people or, or being uh, executed at, at at the time, but you're standing up for what you believe in, and it, and it's I don't expect anybody to be able to do that. So, what I do hope, and what I like, it's not like we're preparing for the next Holocaust here. Hopefully, hopefully that's not something that we ever have to deal with again in in that way. But you need to be ready to enact courage when you need it, and you can't rely on being backed up in a corner and being able to to tap into this mis mystery 
component hidden reservoir of courage that you have because it's probably small if you're not using it, if you haven't built it up over time. And so it's the same thing with with this idea of doing hard things. It's like you almost have to be courageous to do the hard things, but in order so that these are very much tied. And so you want to exert yourself. You want you want to create these little pockets of bravery, these little pockets of, of difficulty that you've had to engage in over time throughout your life as as like it's like hitting the gym it's hitting the gym of of bravery it's hitting the gym of hard things you know like and the more that you work it out the more that you do hard things the easier it is to open your mind up to doing more hard things and and more courageous things and so that way that goal of running a marathon doesn't look as crazy it might not even be your goal and that's that's the interesting part about it as you do more difficult things other things that are difficult from there become more realistic and become more plausible in your mind so if running a marathon you're like i know like zero percent but you know what i would like to do i'd like to run five miles i really really like to run continuously five miles until i can you know and and not stop for a walk and i don't really care about time i just want to be running from zero to the end of five miles the training that's required for you to get there is it, it's going to be continuous. You're going to have to keep going back to it. You're going to have to keep going, keep training, work your leg muscles, work your cardiovascular system out. And you need you have to keep keep doing it and keep doing it. And as you get there like the the life the like the body that you have at that stage is different than the body you had at the beginning. And the mind that you have at that stage is different than the mind that you had at the beginning. And so that shifted mind has moved your level of expectations to something different. So looking at 10 miles probably isn't even as daunting as looking at the five mile mark. Because you've done five. I've done five. I, I know what needs to happen. So I can just do that more in the scope of 10 miles. And now i am probably met some people because this has become a part of my life. And so uh, running, it's become, uh, you know, a focus point. And so now I know other people that do it. And they're like, well, man, how did you train? How did, is there anything different that you did when you were trying to run for 10 miles? You know, I'm curious because I want to give it a shot. And you can start extracting information that way as well. It's, it's really, it's really powerful. And it's, but when you're... When you're in the trenches, when you're there and you're up at five in the morning and you're heading out for that run and you're like, man, I just, I don't think I need to run today. Like, it's, it'll be all right. Like, I, you know, I skip dates. It's okay. I mean, I said I was going to do it, but it was, it was going to hurt. It's just my goal. Um, this is when this tool comes back into play where you're like, I do it. Because it's hard. Like, I'm up right now because, like, so if it's me, I'm up right now because the Matt who doesn't run five miles is sleeping. Because it's hard. I'm here because I'm going to be the Matt that does run five miles. And be, and he did that because it was hard. And because he knows the feeling that he got after he worked so hard to do it. And it was, and it was satisfying. It was, he it changed the way he perceived himself. And I mean, this is areas that you can run down to and you can continue to expand upon 
if you want. I've always loved the idea of tapping into the future version of me that has done the things that I want to do, right? And so I use that like I just did. Um, but you don't have to do that. You can do it however you want. But like, I, I'm very curious for you guys to try this this mental strategy or approach of I do it because it's hard. You know, like it just it's so powerful for me. I couldn't not share it with you guys. And so, and just just some final kind of words of caution, I guess, about this is that. I want you to identify things that are like actually hard, <laughs> not things that you per potentially just perceive as being hard. And one mm-hmm. of the things right now that that I see is um, people think it's brave to, with with the political landscape and the the elections coming up, people think it's brave to to stand up to the other side, to the other tribe, and say you're wrong about this and I, and and it's unacceptable and you're a bad person because you believe X, Y, and Z. I don't care. I don't care what side we're talking about. Um, I got my beefs with everybody. So, uh, but my issue is it's not bravery and it's not hard to lament another tribe. I don't care if we're talking about politics if we're talking about groups in the workspace, if we're talking about groups of friends, it's not difficult to sit with a group of friends and to talk crap about another group of people that everyone in your group generally agrees. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to make something up. Like, so if you work in, uh, let's see, like, okay, when I was in the army, one of my first gigs, I was in air defense. And so we were like, we were the element of our unit that was supported. And what I mean by that is that look, we had supply soldiers that worked for supply, soldiers that worked in like uh, logistics, soldiers that worked in administrative functions, and they did all of these things to support our mission. Right? It was our mission. They were support. And so we would talk mad crap about support because they weren't the ones doing the mission. They were supporting the mission. Now, could we do the job without them? <laughs> no, <laughs> not really. I can't. I can't go out and survive uh, in the woods alone for three weeks without having food. You know, without having supply, without having logistics, and and all of these things worked out. And and without the knowledge of like I'm gonna get paid or my family keeps getting paid while I'm out. Like all of these things are really really important. But we would talk crap and we felt good about it because it was a different group and they weren't doing the same things as us. And and it, it takes bravery, it takes courage to be the one of the groups like, I don't know, man, like they're pretty squared away over there in the uh, in the admin section. Like they, they like I've never not gotten paid and I've always gotten my days off and like it's I'm 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 happy personally that they do what they do because it's it's benefited me. And to stand up like that, that in your group, that's hard. So whether right now it's it's particularly relevant in politics and, and take that with whatever aspect of of your side that might be not rational to you. But it doesn't even have to be politics. Like I said, like take this with you to work. Take it with you with your friends and and that's a, that is like a that's like a stage up, you know. As you work on these hard things, as you work on these courageous things, you can work yourself up. If you're not already doing those kinds of things, you can work yourself up to the point where like that's not that that's not that difficult. That's not that hard to do. But I know that we've we've ran shoot how long I had to break this up. 
this is this is gone over an hour i'm sure by now um i just wanted to let you guys know that that i'm so happy that you're here and i'm i'm pumped about this new freaking studio man it's awesome and it's uh it's really cool it's really it's it's an exciting time and more to come more amazing things i i love the topic for this week's show obviously if you can tell i was real real enthused about it but um let me know what you guys thought uh give me some feedback and you know I, and we'll we'll keep rolling with this so if if y'all are are willing to to take these things into your life and and, and to see the type of results and and to experience the type of change that's that's out there that's waiting for you then i will happily see all of you guys here again next week for another episode on the Matt LaSalle show until then be safe stay good and I'll talk to you then